Over the last several weeks, Fieldstone has been in a sermon series uh, entitled Real Happy. Yes, see it everywhere. Um, and it is also uh, Project Spy's, um, I guess, the, the summer theme uh, for, for Project Spy. And over the past several weeks, they've talked about uh, what real happiness is. You know, that if in, in our world, we, we think that real happiness comes from our circumstances. Real happiness comes from what we have, things that we try to earn, things like that. Um, but they're looking at the Beatitudes and, and the ways that Jesus tells us that real happiness comes from being a certain way. Being a certain way with God and in community. And so they focused uh, the first several weeks. The first one was happy are those who are hopeless and grieving. Last week, uh, Jonathan preached about happy are those who are humble. And this week, we're going to talk about, talk about happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. So before we get to Scripture, let us have a time of prayer. God, we thank you so much for all of the things that bring us to this place. We thank you for your grace that goes before us. We thank you that you never leave us alone. We thank you that you call us into a life of discipleship and mission and service and love for you and love for all of our neighbors. God, we come to this place hungry and thirsty for you. Fill us. Fill us with your love. And God, now I pray that you may hide me behind the cross. Lord, that they may see less of me and more of thee. May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all God's people said, Amen. So our first scripture lesson this morning uh, comes from Paul's letter to the Romans, um, chapter 3, verses 21 through 31. So let us hear the Word of God. But now God's righteousness has been revealed apart from the law, which is confirmed by the law and the prophets. God's righteousness comes through the faithfulness of Jesus Christ for all who have faith in Him. There's no distinction. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of but all are treated as righteous, freely by His grace because of a ransom that was paid by Christ Jesus. Through His faithfulness, God displayed Jesus as the place of sacrifice where mercy is found by means of His blood. He did this to demonstrate His righteousness in passing over sins that happened before, during the time of God's patient tolerance. He also did this to demonstrate that he is righteous in the present time and to treat the one who has faith in Jesus as righteous. What happens to our bragging? It's thrown out. With which law? What, with what we have accomplished under the law? No, not at all, but through the law of faith. We consider that a person is treated as righteous by faith apart from what it is accomplished under the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Isn't God the God of Gentiles also? Yes, God is also the God of Gentiles. Since God is one, then the one who makes the circumcised righteous by faith will also make the one who isn't circumcised righteous through faith. Do we then cancel the law through this faith? Absolutely not. Instead, we confirm the law. And then from the Gospel of Matthew, 
chapter 5, verse 6. Happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be fed until they are full. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Having two children under the age of seven, um, I hear the words or the phrase, I am hungry or I am thirsty at least, at least a million times a day. Just, just I mean, that's a, that's a baseline, right? Uh, and, and as I was writing this sermon this week, I was uh, just, every day I was reminded how true this is. I don't know how many times throughout writing my sermon, even while I was typing on the computer, that my daughters came up and was like, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty. And you know, usually, and it's just like that, trust me, <laughs> it is just like that. Um, usually, uh, this is uh, right after dinner, you know, right before bed. And I think some of it's, they don't want to go to bed, so let's try to get another snack before we go, right? Um, but then the other is, I'm like, well, we, you just, you didn't eat your dinner, right? So of course you're going to be hungry. Or, or I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty, dad. Get me some water. It's two inches away from you. All you have to do is reach over here and grab it and you'll be fine. Right? It's so many times that I just want to grab them and shake them and, and yell out, listen to me, child. Look at me. What you need is right here. And it's been here all along. You know, I think that being hungry and thirsty, you know, it's something none of us find enjoyable. Many of us probably don't experience the type of hunger and thirst that many around this world do, but when our bellies are empty, or when Cody's thirsty for water, right now, okay, what you need is right here. (laughs) All we can think of is what is going to fill us up. You know, we crave something to, to fill that that part of our stomach that is empty, or when our our mouths are dry. We just desire a sip of something to quench our thirst. You know, if you've ever been on a... Bless you. um, If you've ever been on a 30-hour famine um, or any fast, you know what I'm talking about. You know, when your your belly is so empty that, that you crave anything to fill it. It's almost as if that emptiness is debilitating. You know, maybe it's on a a hot day where you've been on a run or you've been working outside. Y'all are going to be experiencing that this week, so take your water bottles. Um, When your mouth is so dry, it's so dry that it's it's you, you get that thick, sticky film on your lips and on your tongue. And all you can think about, the only thing you can think about, and everybody reminds you somehow, is like a waterfall or something that you can just, you know, a hose that you can keep there to quench that thirst. You know, sometimes when this happens, we, we find our bodies so weak that we faint. And many times we find people there to care for us. And they're saying, look at me, child. Listen to me, child. What you need is right here. 
A lot of times this emptiness is about more than food and water, is it not? A lot of times this emptiness that we feel, the things that we hunger and thirst for, may be about relationships or companionship. Maybe it's about peace from things that are causing us so much stress and anxiety. Maybe it's strength in our weakness. In these moments of void in our life, when we hunger and thirst for something more around us, many times we fill us up with things we really don't need or shouldn't have. We try to fill it with anything, whether it's in our loneliness and we get involved in relationships or, or put up with relationships that just aren't healthy whether it's in our fear or our anxiety, and we medicate ourselves with choices that only bring more pain. You know, I think we hunger and thirst for reconciliation and justice. We hunger and thirst for an end to waking up every single day, turning on the news, looking at Twitter, getting on Facebook, and hearing of more violence. And that has created such a deep void in us. Not only as a society, I think we all feel it. And you know, we try to fill up this void with talks of more guns or no guns, by calling each other names, by waging war on each other, and I feel like God is sitting there trying to shake us, trying to grab us, and cries out to us, Look at me, child! Listen to me, child! What you need is right here. I am right here. And I've been here all along. When I was younger... This is a kind of gross story, so sorry. But uh, when I was younger, my family used to uh, make fun of me a lot. I was the youngest of three boys. And so two older brothers, uh, that, you know, they had a good time. It, it never really stops. I mean, you know, people like Emily who uh, constantly <laughs> make fun of I told her I was going to call her out today. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, you know, I, I still get picked on at Wesley all the time. It's all right. Balding, beard, you know, I get it. Um, so, but, but my family used to uh, say that I had a tapeworm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gross, right? I didn't really know what that meant, until, and I, I started looking it up when I got older, and I was like, one, gosh, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> and two, why would you say that to somebody? Like, that's disgusting, right? But they would say this because I could eat and eat and eat and never get full, ever. We used to go to those like all-you-can-eat seafood buffets at the beach. Oh, man, still love them. And, uh, and my family would sit there and wait for me, like twiddling their thumbs as I continued to go up to the buffet to get more crab legs, right? The only way that we got out of there is that people would, uh, the people would see me coming and they'd like take out the full tray and then like put in the stragglers. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not getting any more crab legs, all-you-can-eat. Um, so, uh, but, but I used to eat and eat and eat and I would always be hungry. Nothing 
could fill me up. Man, I wish that was still the case today. But, you know, I think that, that our hunger and thirst for things of this world, our hunger and thirst for food or water or possessions or money, for peace that only we, we look to in others and, and not to God, for those things, whatever else it may be, you know, whatever it is that we're, we're crying out to each other on Facebook or Twitter about all the violence, none of this is going to fill us up. We can keep talking about it. We can keep wanting more and more and more, but none of it is going to fill us up. We will still have an empty pit in our stomachs and in our hearts and in our minds, and all the while, God is still there crying out to us, look at me, child. Listen to me, child. What you need is right here. I am right here, and I have been here all along. You see, I think Jesus understood this. And what Jesus does is He tells us to be hungry and thirsty for God. He says, happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they will be fed until they are full. Be hungry and thirsty for righteousness and you'll be real happy. All the food and water and money and possessions and things of this world that we use to, to comfort ourselves and trying to find mean, meaning, whether it's whatever it is, will never bring us real happiness. So why hunger and thirst for something that's not going to fill you up? Jesus calls us to be hungry and thirsty for the righteousness of God. For the goodness of God. This righteousness of God isn't some moral stamp. It's not just some way of living in this world. It is a grace that goes before us. It is a grace that is present here and now, and it's a grace that will lead us into future discipleship and growth in our own faith. God calls to us, you want to be real happy? Then look at me, child. Listen to me, child. What you need is right here. I and right here, and I have been here all along. Paul tells us in our passage this morning that no one can reach God's righteousness. No one can do this through their own merits. You can't find it, right? You can't claim it. You can't capture it by any of your own abilities or, or good conduct or, or works. Righteousness is God's alone. Think of it more like a library than a bookstore, right? You go to a library and you get to rent out a book, um, and you can go and try to renew it day by day. A bookstore, you go and you get it and you own it, right? For those of you who a library doesn't resonate anymore, um, think about it as like Netflix or Redbox, right? <laughs> 
So Netflix or Redbox, you can go and, and, and you can, can get this, this movie or game or whatever it may be, um, and you can hope to go back and get it again, but, but you can never own it, right? God's righteousness, God's goodness is available to us at all times, unlike Netflix or Redbox, right? Available to us all times. And it's something that we can renew day by day by day. You know, with Redbox the other day, Zootopia came out, right? Everybody, anybody seen it? Awesome movie. Really, really good. Um, and uh, my children were hungry and thirsty. No, they weren't hungry and thirsty for it, but they really wanted it, right? And so they were like, Dad, you got to go get Zootopia. And I'm like, all right. And so I look on my phone, my app, and I'm like, oh, okay, there's a Redbox there. They got it, and I got there already gone. Then I was like, okay, I, I need to be smart. I'm going to reserve it, right? Thought I did that, went to the other one, gone, not there. Apparently, I didn't reserve it. So I went all around the New River Valley to find, to seek out Zootopia. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Dad points. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, I, I'm able to, to, to get this movie. But you see, with, with God's righteousness, it's not something we have to go hunt down. It's there. We don't have to find it. We don't, we don't have to claim it. We don't have to try to get it through, through good works or something like that. The reason why is that God comes to us. Always. Without fail. And will always be there. To give us food and comfort. To feed us for, with the things that we really and truly need. To, to be in relationship with us. To bring about reconciliation and justice and hope. God's righteousness is right here. And God is saying, look at me, child. Listen to me, child. I am right here. I've been here all along. I know you're hungry. I know you're thirsty. And I know you're trying to fill yourself up with all of these other things. There are voids in your life. But why don't you come and gather at the table. Why don't you gather at the well or the river? Why don't you have faith and trust in me through my son, Jesus? And friends, that's where it's at. That's where it is. Paul tells us that the faith we have to have for righteousness is in Christ alone. When Jesus says hunger and thirst for righteousness, Jesus is saying hunger and thirst for me. It signifies a need to return to the table of grace time and time again and be renewed by God's goodness that is present for us. To sit at the feet of Christ and trust that Christ's life will be woven into our own. As we live into this vision of righteousness and God's goodness, as we hunger and thirst for this type of righteousness and God's goodness, we will be fed until we are full. And I'm not just talking about full for a little while. I'm talking about full forever. So full that our cup runneth over. So that others can then see of God's amazing love. And grace. Look at me, child. 
listen to me, child. What you need is right here. I am right here. And I have been here all along. Come to me and you will find real happiness. And you'll be fed until you are full. Friends, are you hungry and thirsty? Let us be hungry and thirsty for something that will fill us forever. The righteousness and goodness of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.